Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello, and welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights. My name is Steve Bryce, and I'm the bank's Chief Investment Officer. We've just released our 2022 outlook titled A Winding Road to Normality. Please look out for our podcast series where we'll explore different aspects of our outlook, including preferred asset classes, themes and sectors in the coming days. Today, I have invited Manpreet Gill, who is the CIO Office's Head of Bonds, Currencies and Commodities, to take us through our expectations for growth, inflation and monetary policies and what this means for different asset classes. So Manpreet, Uh, 2021 was clearly a challenging year for economies, especially in the emerging world. How do you see things panning out in 2022? Hi, Steve. Uh, 21 indeed was challenging, but in 2022, we do see a road back to some semblance of normality, though, as the title suggests, we, we expect it to be anything but a straight and smooth one. The good news is from an economic growth perspective, we do expect growth to remain uh, strong, particularly in the first half of the year um, and and more so in the US and Europe, as policy still remains pretty supportive. Uh, COVID vaccinations are increasingly widespread and the pipeline of pent-up demand remains quite full. But having said that, we're equally cognizant that it isn't realistic to expect the kind of high growth rates we've seen uh, you know, since COVID sort of struck and policy turned supportive. It's not realistic to expect those to sustain indefinitely. So as we get to the second half of 2022 in particular, uh, we do expect growth to ease somewhat as policy support starts to taper off and the pipeline of pent-up demand starts to ease. Um, despite that, though, we do expect the level of growth to still stay above trend. So I think overall, it's a pretty strong picture from a growth perspective. The one exception here, of course, is China, which we think is at a very different point in the economic cycle. Um, we've coming off a, a period, a relatively long period of regulatory tightening, uh, which we don't expect to necessarily ease anytime soon in a significant way. But we are beginning to see some early intentive signs of policy support starting to become visible. And overall, we think uh, what those mean is that China's economy should be able to achieve a soft landing uh, and sort of help support growth uh, to settle around the region of 5% GDP growth. Now, that's, of course, from a growth perspective. Uh, what we've got recently on the Omicron variant of COVID, that's the big uncertainty. And look, we, we do have fairly limited information at this point in time. But at the moment, at least we don't expect it to be a big enough shock to alter this baseline view on growth. OK, I, I guess as much as growth, you know, a lot of people very focused on inflation at the moment. Uh, it's, it's still very elevated, particularly in the US and UK. What are the implications of this inflation outlook for monetary policy, especially in the US? Well, the inflation debate, I'd agree, it's likely to remain very much a live debate as we go into the early part of 2022, especially. Now, we're of the view that inflation will indeed moderate, especially going into the second half of 2022, as supply chain disruptions start to ease and you know the supply and demand come increasingly in balance. Uh, though we still think that will leave US inflation, for example, uh, at a relatively elevated level in the region of 3%. But the key implication here, of course, from investors will be uh, how central banks react. If we consider the Fed, for example, uh, we do expect tapering uh, of bond purchases to end uh, by the end of Q2, though 
in the rest of 2022, we only expect one rate hike, uh, especially if we're right about inflation beginning to, uh, you know, uh, abate in the second half of the year. Uh, so that's a view on the Fed, which we think is a relatively constructive one. Uh, over in Europe, the Bank of England could you know, tightening policy at a slightly faster pace, but we do expect the ECB uh, to be far more patient and we're not really looking for a rate hike uh, from the ECB uh, next year at least. Okay, so um, given that economic and policy backdrop, what does this mean for investors? So our biggest takeaway for investors is that uh, we still expect equities to outperform uh, bonds and cash. Uh, and I think that's one of the most important messages uh, in our view, at least. Um, now, I think it's important to recognize that, yes, the central banks are tightening. We expect the Fed to kick off a rate hiking cycle. But it's, but it's interesting that when you go back in history, uh, you know, the start of a rate hiking cycle has usually uh, not sort of stood in the way of uh, gains in equities and other risky assets. In fact, they usually end up doing uh, quite well in the lead up to and, and after the first Fed uh, rate hike. I think where it's important uh, for investors to recognize things may change in 2022 is that similar to economic growth, it's unrealistic to expect uh, the high pace of equity market gains to sustain indefinitely. So we expect equities to outperform bonds and cash, but we expect the absolute returns in equities to be far more moderate than what we've been used to in the last couple of years uh, and to come with a somewhat higher level of volatility. Uh, both a return to normality, uh, but different from what we experienced uh, in 2021. So that would be our, our biggest takeaway for, for equities being a preferred asset class. The other asset class we, of course, prefer is gold. Uh, and this is an interesting one because from a short-term perspective, it's a good hedge uh, against inflation uh, if it ends up being longer lasting or higher than we expect and can help smoothen the journey if equities are volatile. But from a longer-term perspective, uh, higher yields absolutely we expect will be a challenge. But we do think eventual dollar weakness, which we think will kick in later in the year, uh, can sort of pick up the bait and where yields leave off. Okay, so maybe let's go back to equities. So we're expecting them to continue to outperform, albeit with more muted returns and greater volatility. Uh, what regions would you expect to outperform in the coming 6 to 12 months? At the start of the year, uh, we uh, expect the US and, and Euro area to outperform uh, other regions. Um, and the, the, re the thinking behind that is that this is still the regions where uh, economic growth, earnings growth expectations and policy are in the sweet spot in the sense that policy is still quite supportive and economic growth is quite strong. So those would be our regional preferences, you know, going into the year. And the growth perspective, of course, being quite important because that's what we expect to be the main driver of equity returns. As we go through 2022, though, the big debate for us will be emerging markets. Uh, I think it's interesting that sitting here today, consensus does expect earnings growth to be somewhat higher in emerging markets on a full year basis uh, relative to the US and Europe. But what we think is still missing for EMR performance is you know, three conditions. I think we're missing sort of a significant dollar weakness. We haven't quite seen a significant turn in China's policy direction. And we arguably haven't seen you know, completely widespread uh, vaccinations to help with the growth recovery. So this could very well change. Uh, but these are the three conditions we would monitor from an EM perspective as we go through 2022. Okay, let's move on to, to bonds. So bonds have had a really tough 2021, obviously, after the, the spike in US government bond yields in the first quarter, you know, been a massive headwind. Uh, do you expect that to improve in 2022? And what are your preferences within the bond space? Well, within bonds, I think it's, it, it depends where. Um, 
I think the the two principles we're sort of going into 2022 is uh, first is to minimize uh, FX risk because we expect the dollar to first strengthen initially before it eventually peaks out and weakens. And second is, of course, to minimize uh, sensitivity to rising interest rates and bond yields because we do expect you know yields to move gradually higher. Uh, but I think it's where that leaves us is that you know we still think the risky assets can do well. Uh, the first place we'd look is Asia dollar bonds, and this is somewhere where in the regulatory tightening uh, in China, particularly with regards to the property sector, we think has created an interesting opportunity uh, in Asian high yield bonds. Um, you know, it's it's tough to always time the bottom, but the lesson from high yield asset classes around the world is that when valuations are this cheap, um, you know, twelve month returns can look quite attractive. So that's the first place we'd look. The second, of course, is high yield bonds in the U.S. and Europe. Um, valuations here, of course, are, are less supportive. But again, you know, uh, given where we are in the cycle, there's good reason to expect that returns uh, should be consistent with the yield on offer. Um, and that we think is still quite attractive um, when, as long as economic growth ends up remaining well supported. Um, those are the two areas we'd focus on. Uh, investment grade bonds, of course, may be more challenged by rising yields. Uh, but the key here is to look for asset classes or parts of the bond universe where maturity profiles are short. Uh, and emerging markets, of course, could be challenged um, both by rising bond yields, uh, but also by, you know, uh, currency market volatility. Um, so, you know, picking and choosing within the bond space, we think is key. Thank you, Manpreet, and thank you for joining us today. That is all for this episode of Standard Chartered Money Insights. Uh, as mentioned at the beginning, we will be releasing more podcasts in the coming days covering our preferences for different asset classes, investment themes, and equity sectors. Please look out for those. If you'd like to learn more or read our 2022 outlook, please visit our website at sc.com under Market and Insights for an abridged version. Clients can con contact their relationship manager for the full, more detailed version. As a reminder, if you enjoyed our discussion, please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for joining us and enjoy the rest of your day. Take care. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.